millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Cheers. It's good to be live on Truth Bombs. Happy Friday. Yelena joins me once again. The Hello. Russian. The Russian. I feel I am very appropriate guest. You <laughs> no. are. I know Jenny's been busy and it's been perfect timing uh, to have you on to interpret so-called uh, propaganda and disinformation. You know, I think we're getting it from both sides. I think Russia puts out propaganda and so does the U.S. What government doesn't? It's pretty sad. Well, you know, uh, as one of the very famous Nazis, by the way, once said, it doesn't matter what kind of regime is it. Uh, it could be democracy, could be authoritarian, could be Nazi regime. Just tell people that they are attacked. Just tell them that they are attacked by some external enemy, and that's how you drag them into hating, you know, other group or other state or other whatever. So it's easy. Just keep telling them that they are attacked. So we can see a lot of that going on. And let me get it out of the way. Ukraine is attacked. There is no doubt of that. There is a fucking war going on there. You know, regardless of uh, what Russia say and what Russia say, and they say that this is just, you know, a military special operation, a cleanup. That's what they're telling their citizens. Yes, exactly. That's what they are telling. So you, so for the viewers who don't know, Yelena lives in the USA. You've lived in America for uh, how many years? I lived here for eight years. And before that, you were a Russian. Well, you know, as crazy as it sounds, <laughs> I am Russian, Ukrainian, and Jewish. If oh, you, yeah. I didn't, oh, I didn't know Ooh. you had Ukrainian blood. Yes. Uh, I, I think I heard the Jew part. Yeah, well, uh, you know, if you look at my 23 and me uh, genetic report, and it's, I mean, it's pretty uh, obvious as my grandparents have very Ukrainian surname. And, you know, I think for us Russians, it's pretty common situation that we have a roots or family. So, you know, I'm Russian, I'm Ukrainian, and I'm Jewish, and it's quite a mix. <laughs> I, 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 have even, I have even more of a mix. Um, so I'm, I'm English, Dutch, German, and Swedish. There we go. I'm just I'm just an American though. Uh so we we're, we're going to dive into the latest update uh the so Russia and the US went head to head at a UN Security Council meeting today in the debate over this whole biological weapons situation whether whether or not Ukraine was creating biological weapons on the border with Russia. Um so before we dive into this and I want to get your take and and you're also going to give us some more perspective on, on how the Russians really see Americans based on what they're being fed. Uh, before we dive into it, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage, which is Health with Ivory. Check this out. Studies show our appearance directly affects our mental health. Many anti-aging supplements found on store shelves try to capitalize on that. Most of them fall short. This is because they fail to target the root of the problem. These products typically try to hide wrinkles, 
but this is only temporary. The alternative is a solution that goes underneath the surface of the skin to promote the skin's elasticity and its overall appearance. It goes by the name of Health with Ivory. This collagen quickly restores youthfulness to your skin. It helps combat wrinkles and does so better than anything uh, ever tried. So get this. The reason, uh, the reason it's so good at reducing the appearance of wrinkles is that it's supercharged. It supercharges collagen intake. Collagen is the main ingredient there. This is the secret behind why it works so well. It gets the source of the problem that causes the wrinkles. Collagen is the number one protein in our skin and is what's needed to promote elasticity and youthful looking appearance. Imagine how good your skin could look this summer with using it. If you, uh, if you've been looking for a great way to look and feel your best, you'll love Health with Ivory. Get up to 51% off for the next 24 hours by going to healthwithivory.com or visiting that link down in my description. Go grab a bag right now. Collagen is pure protein and it actually comes, I mean, it comes from cartilage and you are what you eat. So I'm a huge fan of it. How do you take your collagen, Yelena? Well, I usually take it with my vodka <laughs> before I go play with my bear. <laughs> Such a Russian. Such a Russian. <laughs> but no, actually, to be honest, I take collagen uh, every morning. Uh, I have two to four servings of, you know, some good uh, marine Preferably marine, but I can do any collagen. So, yes, it is in my health and wellness routine to have some collagen. So get that collagen linked down below, guys. Okay, so let's jump into uh, the headlines today. Uh, the UN Security Council West dismisses Russian claims of biological weapons in Ukraine. Uh, so I want to read you guys a headline here and then actually play sound bites. Uh, it was really interesting lis- listening to the American representative giving a rebuttal to the Russian. But here's Al Jazeera. Let's get perspective from a Middle Eastern news outlet that's neither Russia nor U.S. Uh, so they said that Russia has renewed accusations of a U.S.-backed biological weapons program in Ukraine, allegations that were dismissed as disinformation by most members of the U.N. Security Council. Representatives of the United States and United Kingdom, amongst others, rebuked Russia for requesting a Security Council meeting on Friday for the purpose of discussing its claims. Last week, the Security Council also held a session at Russia's request to hear similar allegations. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield likened the Russian uh, account of biological weapons in Ukraine to Internet-spurred conspiracy theories. And I'm about to play her soundbite. So the soundbite I'm going to play is, um, first we're going to hear from the Russia's envoy, which is, I don't know how to say this. Va- how do you say this, Yelena? Vasily Nebenzia? I don't know these Russian oh, names. Vasily Okay, so you'll hear from him and then you'll hear her rebuttal and then you're going to hear 
his rebuttal again. Here it is. Over the last week, new details have come to light, which allows to state that the components for biological weapons were being created on the territory of Ukraine. The implementation of the aforementioned American-Ukrainian agreement from 2005, the comments on which we're still waiting for from the U.S. representation, has been going full steam ahead for all these years. However, from the documents we can see that the American colleagues were not helping, as they claim, the Ukrainian Ministry of Health, but rather the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense. The Security Council document that we distributed this morning, uh, you see in that material, you can see the so-called Technical Assistance Plan for certain recipients of the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense. I recommend you to look at this document very carefully. It confirms direct funding and supervision of the Pentagon, um, its defense threat reduction agency of military and biological projects in Ukraine. But simply, the Ukrainian authorities gave the Pentagon carte blanche on the territory of Ukraine to carry out uh, dangerous biological experiments. There. It is a cynical use of its territory and population for dangerous research, which Washington does not carry out on its own territory, so it doesn't run a risk of hurting its own people. We're not going to be surprised if Similar facts about activities supervised by the U.S. appear in laboratories in other regions of the world, too. We call on countries who provide their territory for carrying out this kind of experiments to the Pentagon to carefully study the contracts for their cooperation with the U.S. On the basis of in the laboratory in Harkov, there's also the P781 project to study transmission to humans of uh, diseases through bats, research into human transmission of diseases through Bats in Ukrainian biolaboratories was systemic. Насилие системный характер. И проводились как минимум с 2009 conspiracy theories. This week, we're hearing a whole lot more where that came from, things that sound like they were forwarded to him on a chain email from some dark corner of the internet. President Biden has a word for this kind of talk, malarkey. As I said one week ago, Ukraine does not have a biological weapons program. There are no Ukrainian biological weapons laboratories, not near Russia's border, not anywhere. There are only public health facilities proudly, and I say proudly, supported and recognized by the U.S. government, the World Health Organization, and other governments and inst uh, international institutions. In fact, it is Russia that has long maintained a biological weapons program in violation of international law. If you haven't heard anything new in our statement today, it's because you weren't listening to us. We provided not fiction, not something found in the dark web, but we provided new material 
и документы. And documents. А ответы на поставленные вопросы, которые, которые мы задали. Вы же отказываетесь это делать. Потому что вам сказать Вместо этого вы пытаетесь обвинить нас в намерении применить на Украине биологическое и химическое оружие. He's saying that she just brushed that off, and the U.S. representative, she wouldn't even take the points that he was making, the specific that he was unfilling. The American said, oh, that sounds like a, a goofy chain email of a conspiracy theory. And uh, so he's like, you're brushing it off because you have, you have no response for it, but who knows what to believe? What's your take? Well, uh, let me say what Russians believe. Uh, in fact, um, my Russians, meaning my friends and my uh, family, even who do not support President Putin and this war, actually do believe that that might be somehow true. Just because they don't, they don't believe there is anything good, you know, uh, can come from the West. NATO and United States of America. Mm. <laughs> so um, the degree of distrust towards America, not American people, but the government is pretty high now in Russia. So uh, even, let's say, most anti-Putin, you know, anti-war people who are my friends, they believe that maybe there was something. Me personally, my personal take on that, I probably wouldn't believe that just because the Grandpa Biden was actually, you know, screaming like, I don't know, two or three months ahead of this operation. He was like all over this. The invasion is going to happen. The invasion is going to happen. And everyone laughed at him, right? And like, oh my God, he's, you know, totally cuckoo. And then it happened. So tell me, Wouldn't United States of America, knowing about this invasion, wouldn't like they clean it up or, or something? Wouldn't they clean it up if they had the information about this invasion about three to four or something like that months ahead? So this is just the logic that I have about that. What do you think? Well, I, w I was actually digging into the actual program, uh, that they have over there. The U.S. hasn't kept, kept their program a secret on the biological, uh, you know, labs that they look at. So I have here the, the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine. They call it the Biohazard Reduction Program. This is actually, I guess, written in Ukrainian. I hit the Google Translate button to, to decipher what it's saying in English. And now the point that the Russian representative was making at UN Security Council today was that it was not Ukraine's Department of Health dealing with this. It was Ukraine's Department of Defense dealing with whatever little Petri dishes they were looking at in there. And that's something that he, as a Russian, has a problem with. It sounds like a lot of your Russian people are concerned about it as well. Uh, they are actually what they heard or the rumors that are going on in Russia that this uh, special kind of biological weapon is something that is targeted towards uh, the people of Slavic origin. Wow. 
Well, you know, they lay it out here. Now, this is, I mean, the Russian representative has a point here in that the first thing it says here, the U.S. Department of Defense Biological Threat uh, reduction program. It's it's run by the U.S. Department of Defense, not the Health Department. And who are they helping? It says right here, y- Ukraine's Ministry of Defense. Well, yes, their their Ministry of Health is also listed here, but it's one nation's Defense Department working with another nation's Defense Department on petri dishes of viruses and bacteria and other deadly diseases. So, you know, he has he has a point. These are these are, you those, know, those military are operations. So Russians, Russians, most of the Russians do believe that. And, you know, I can tell you that um, in Russian language, it's a very di- different language from, you know, English, different uh, language uh, group, different semantics. We actually do have two words for the word truth. Right in America, hmm. this is truth. This is just truth. You know this. This is it. No, not in Russia. In Russia, we have two. One is called pravda, and pravda it's something like it's truth, but it's your, it's yours like it's your truth. You know, this is from your standpoint, from what you see. It's your like subjective, may I say, truth. You know, your personal truth. And then we have istina. And Istina, it's like the highest truth. This is from God. You know, this is something that is totally, totally undeniable and omnipotent. And this is just is. So in Russian, we have those two words, truth and Istina. So we would never (laughs) know what the Istina or, you know, um, omni present patent and like 100% truth but i can see some pravda in that or you know some yeah well, maybe there is something maybe american pravda and there's russian pravda and and who knows where who knows where is Istina? We 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 don't, you know. But well, let's get let's uh, see if we can find a hint of the Istina in this uh, American government propaganda video that was put out two weeks after the pandemic started. So January fourteenth, twenty twenty, the U.S. the particular uh, division who is uh, that is working in Ukraine uh, on these bio labs put out a propaganda YouTube video to try to calm any fears. It's very interesting timing that two weeks after the pandemic started, the U S did this big PR video about their bio labs in Ukraine. Uh, Why would, why would they do that? Um, But let's look at the video and see, see if we can get any real truth from this video. UN Biological Threat Reduction Program is is complicated, and it's difficult to communicate it sometimes to uh, outside audiences. And I think our adversaries like Russia can take advantage of that with some of the propaganda that they put out. 
the biological threat reduction program is working in 27 countries. We feel this disinformation and misinformation is done just to really exploit divisions. We've had accusations that some research projects were being used to create threats, not to identify threats and reduce them. Ulterior motives are being injected where none exist. We've built these capabilities for the partners, their central reference labs for research. They publish everything they do. They invite the international community into their laboratories. They're working on behalf and the benefit of the people of their respective countries. Kazakhstan, like many of the other republics in the former Soviet Union, had biological weapons. Russia media has attacked the central reference laboratory that is is built by the Biological Threat Reduction Program. The laboratory is there to both store dangerous biological pathogens from the Soviet era. What? What? The Soviet era. Dangerous biological, both store dangerous biological pathogens. He said it right there. They're storing dangerous biological pathogens created in the Soviet Union and Ukraine is just holding on to those. Get rid of those. Destroy those. Why would you want to hold on to them? Well, the timing, the timing is, uh, you know, very interesting. And actually, if you look at some other moves or indications, this hasn't started on February 24th of 2022. This all has started, you know, a long, long time ago. Long time ago. This uh, bio threat reduction program in the U.S., I guess it's been going on for 30 years, the U.S. says. But, okay, so this guy right here gave it away that, that they they have bio... Ukraine is carrying bioweapons. They tried to do a nice positive PR piece in 2020. Now, the pandemic. And now, they just gave it away. In Russia, in Russia, they basically uh, say the total opposite. Uh, they say that Ukraine is basically trying to get some, yes, nuclear uh, weapon, you know, um, and biological weapon, and they were going to attack Russia. That's, you know, the narrative that uh, our people in Russia. So. Yeah. So I'm sure for Russians, for Americans, for any average citizen who does not want a deadly illness unleashed on them, Ukraine, why are you hanging on to deadly pathogens uh, created or harnessed originally by Soviets as bioweapons? And you're hanging on to them in this lab that's funded by the U.S. Edge of we don't know, you know, we don't know what they are holding and where they are holding it. You know? Well, uh, this guy's giving it away in, in his little video. I'm quite, sure, I'm quite sure there are some uncounted nukes, you know, stored around here and there. But, but we, hey, that it, you know, we got to trust the U.S. on this and the Biden administration when they say that they're only holding these these bioweapons as research to prevent the use of bioweapons. We're supposed to trust that. Let's hear that again. Dangerous biological pathogens from the Soviet era. Okay, so again, 
built by the biological threat reduction program. This is the controversial building right here. The central reference laboratory that was built by the biological threat reduction program. The laboratory is there to both store dangerous biological pathogens from the Soviet era and to conduct research by Kazakhstani scientists in order to prevent the spread of new biological pathogens. Okay, I guess that's a facility in Kazakhstan. And I can see, well, I guess it's all over. That part was about uh, Kazakhstan, but I can see um, the subtitles are in Ukrainian. So basically they are promoting it and uh, former so-called CIZs, you know, uh, former Soviet Union bloc countries, saying like, yeah, there are some pathogens and some fun stuff, but we are just researching it and making sure. Yeah, this is the video is in regards to biolabs in Ukraine, putting a positive spin on them, but it it looped in the Kazakhstan facility right there. And the U.S. Defense Threat Reduction Agency is, is... talking about yeah we have these research labs all over so it's just really it's really interesting that the u.s is like outsourcing this very dangerous research i'm curious how many of those research labs we have in america or if we want other countries to you know experiment with those dangers we we would never know but we what uh we do know uh that u.s is very skilled and prominent on sponsoring and supporting certain initiatives that they want in other countries and making sure some other things die out uh i don't know if you you know if you are studying that at home and here we actually come to how this all started you know not even talking about biolabs but this you know whole situation started and why it is as shitty as it is and it all started uh when you know i probably talked about it already when you know soviet union fell and uh russia since then has been treated as a you know former has been with a puny GDP and no one, you know, to crush it seriously. And Putin is very aggravated. So after the Soviet Union fell, uh, we, what we Russian, Russians got, we got so-called Wolfowitz Doctrine. I'm not sure if you are familiar with that. I'm quite sure some viewers are. But basically, it is a, the document is available online. It's a very imperialistic document, which is saying America is to be the greatest power and we are never going to let other countries to raise their head and, you know, be equal to us. And we are going to kill, you know, all the every country that will try to do that and blah, 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 blah. So that Wolfowitz doctrine um, somehow ended up in uh, Bush official doctrine dealing with Russia, and that's how America was dealing, you know, with Russia ever since, and I'm quite sure Putin was, you know, quite pissed off, and (laughs) from what I know, he actually really tried to be friends, you know, that um, Russian Russian um, application to join NATO (laughs) was suspended in 2013, 
after they invaded Crimea. So Russia tried to join NATO, they tried you know, to join um, European Union, so they wanted to be friends, but I guess this is not profitable or not, I don't know what, uh, to the NATO in the United States. So we Russians, we have this opinion that this is, you know, United States who created Putin as he is right now. And now Ukrainians are the one who are paying for it. So that's prevailing opinion in Russia. So I saw uh, Putin did a big like Trump style rally today. Oh, yeah. uh, Fox News had this headline, Putin's propaganda show, Russia holds pro-war rally as Ukrainian invasion stalls. And by the way, I latest reports are that 6.5 million people have been displaced from Ukraine due to this invasion. Yeah. Um, another 9,000 had to eva- evacuate today. Um, so did what's your sense of, of this rally? I mean, is there... Is there a lot of Russian patriotism going on? Or, I mean, are these Russians proud of this war or what's going on? Well, according to official data, Putin has over 70% support in Russia. Uh, Speaking of my own friends and relatives, I can believe it's somehow more or less accurate because my own family and friends, they're 50-50. Some are extremely patriotic, you know, we voted for Putin, we love Putin, Putin is the president of the universe, and, uh, you know, no, of course they don't want war, uh, they don't want people to die, but what they believe, or what they are conditioned to believe, that this was a necessity, because if we, the Russia, haven't done that, Russia would be attacked by NATO, so that's, you know, the opinion. Uh, some of the people, you know, they do not really support Putin, but they also don't want NATO by our borders. You know, we, all the Russians, we don't want NATO by our borders. Even me, I don't live in Russia. I am in opposition, you know, to Putin. I don't like his uh, regime, but I don't want NATO by our borders. There is no, NATO is seen as a big threat to, to you guys. NATO is a big threat. I mean, against who are they expanding? Tell me. Against you guys. As easy as that. So, yes, Putin does have a support. So all the hopes of United States administration that they are going to sanction Russia and cause their unrest among the citizens, you know, who are going to rebel and uh, arrange some nice coup. This is not going to happen in Russia. This is not going to happen. Don't even, you know, hope for that. Uh, I would I would say those official data, and I would say, unfortunately, because I don't like corruption, I don't like bureaucracy, I don't like oligarchs stealing everything, you know, from everywhere. So maybe it would be nice for Russia to have a coup, but it's not going to happen. Well, Nobody's been invading, despite Putin's fears, nobody's been invading his country and killing his people. He's the one doing that right now to others, and that's that's the issue. Well, that is the issue, but uh, I think it's a little bit of a double standard because, Ivory, as you just mentioned, while this is all happening 
in Ukraine, what is United States doing? Bombing Somali. And, you know, in Russia, it's a very popular meme. It was actually originally posted by Chinese, Chinese officials. And they call it the World Democracy Tour or U.S. bombing list. Okay, you just, yeah, you sent me this today and I hadn't seen it before. I'm going to bring it up. And, and what do you know? I found it, an, a, a Chinese guy uh, posted it. So... Here's the list. Uh, you said that this is something that's gone viral in Russia. Yes, the Chinese official posted it on Twitter, and it just gone viral in Russia. And I actually stolen it from, uh, you know, the Instagram story of one of my Russian friends. And where the UN, where everyone was, where everyone was, you know. Yeah, and he and he writes here. None of these countries have have ever attacked, invaded, or occupied the USA. So, uh, so foreign countries see America sometimes as an evil aggressor who's bombing nations needlessly. Well, exactly. That's why we, the Russians, we don't want NATO by our borders. So, and and in America, you know. We're, we are told that our government dropped that bomb because there were rebels in that country that were hurting innocent people. So we dropped a bomb on the rebels to protect the innocent people. And their, their threat to democracy and their developing a nuclear weapon. Well, you know, Putin had a good teachers, don't you say? He's doing exactly what Americans did. Uh, you know, it's, it's <laughs> Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Oh my gosh, she is. That's insane. Because when he made his announcement originally, hit that little announcement video Putin put out, he said, he, yeah, he was, he was basically invading to protect people who'd been a, a, aggressed upon from the Ukrainian government, right? Now, yeah, this is also a big deal, you know, in Russia. Uh, in Russia, everyone, everyone, even people who don't like and don't support Putin, Everyone believed that um, there was a war, almost, you know, full-scale war in Ukraine since 2014. And there were pro-Kiev forces which are represented, described as Nazis. Uh, I'm not sure how accurate it is. Uh, You know, I can only tell you what what they say. Uh, Russian people happen to believe uh, in that. And apparently, that there are that there are Nazis in that they are Nazis, you know, Russophobic, uh, you know, they are like uh, they, they hate Russians, they are Nazis, and uh, there was fighting since 2014 in Donetsk and Lugansk, which are Eastern Ukraine, and I must say, from what I know about Ukraine, I might not. No, you know, much because I didn't live there. But uh, Ukraine, there is Eastern Ukraine, where are a lot of Russian-speaking people uh, who are culturally, you know, very close to our Russians. Then there are people from the Central Ukraine and Western Ukraine. And those people, they are different people. You know, there is not much common, uh, you know, uh, between. Russians and them and people who were in eastern Ukraine, Donetsk and Lugansk, they wanted to separate and get this republic status. And the fighting was going on there since 2014. So I probably sent you some links, links what uh, Russian media, you know, is uh, showing. And one of the symbols of this war, uh, there was this woman who got killed by a shelling from a forces which were told to be Ukrainian. Uh, she died holding her baby, and they're laying like in the middle of this park, you know, torn apart. And it's just like a, I don't know, pound of blood. I mean, it's, it's horrific. And then there was Odessa, uh, when pro-Russian activists who were doing they say they were doing peaceful protests. I don't know how accurate is that. 
were attacked by pro-Kiev forces who are considered to be Nazis by a Russian. And there was a fight. And then some people, I believe it was 39 or 40 of them, they were burned alive. They um, they ran and locked themselves in some like house or something. And pro-Nazi forces apparently set that house on fire. And, you know, when burning bodies were... Uh, you know, falling from the windows, uh, those pro Nazi forces were like killing them. You know what I mean? It's it's horrific. Wow. Um, so, Nazis in Ukraine have indeed been like unleashed. Listen, terror this is a Russian, Ukrainians. This is a Russian nar- narrative. Uh, people, but you've seen the, the images you described. I, yes, I did. I actually sent you some links. Uh, I don't know how, I don't know if that's the truth. You know, if I listen to my Russian friends, they're like, oh yeah, that's how it was. Did you email me the links? I didn't, I didn't get them. Yeah, I I did email you the links, but in any case, (laughs) uh, then there was this uh, children's beach. Um, There was this little village with the beach and uh, the children, you know, their parents were apparently hanging out on the weekend, you know, beach time. And then the pro-Ukrainian forces started to shell them and, you know, killed all the children. And so it is horrific. I sent you those links. You can. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't see your email. I'm going to bring this up uh, so, right now. So this is, you're saying this is Ukrainian Nazi terror. That's what Russian, that's what Russian media and my Russian friends say uh, the people, the Ukrainian people are saying it's all not true. You know. So this is a 2014 article, UK yeah. Daily Mail, quote, running for their lives, children flee beach near Donetsk during mortar attack as fighting steps up across Ukraine following MH17 disaster. Missile was fired at lake while families were swimming and sunbathing. Wow. And there's the images. Oh, my gosh. You can see uh, the impact in the background and the little kid running. That's pretty bad. Yeah, there were, you know, many of them killed. I, you know, cannot say how true it is. Of course, Ukrainians say it's not true. You know, uh, we don't have Nazis. Uh, Russians say there are Nazis. And, you know, Nazis are very sensitive topic <laughs> to Russians. In fact, you can get any Russian going like that just saying Nazis uh, because of World War II. I know it's not very <laughs> known in America, but we fought on our land. Nazis attacked us and we lost 29 million people in that war. So when you say Nazis for Russians, it's like, Oh my God, it's like a red uh, flag for a bull, you know? Wow. Uh, Well, I know, you you know, back in the era of Hitler, Nazis did have a huge stronghold in Ukraine. I was oddly enough, just researching that history in February before Russia invaded Ukraine, because I got in contact with, um, a con uh, a uh, a Holocaust survivor who now lives in Israel. This uh, old lady who lives she's she's Ukrainian. She oh. now she now lives in Israel, but she was a Ukrainian Jew, and 
during a Hitler's reign of terror, Ukraine teamed up with him and Nazified and created its own concentration camps in Ukraine. And she was one of the kids who got thrown in those concentration camps. So, but it's crazy to think that there would be Nazi terror today. Oh, when we say, you know, when we say Ukraine, no, that wasn't all Ukraine. There was a certain group of people, we call them Bandera. That's who they were. Not, not, no, not all the Ukrainians uh, teamed up <laughs> with Hitler. Well, yeah, of course, not all of them. Yeah, I mean, she was, this woman was a Ukrainian herself, and she was getting thrown in a concentration camp by fellow Ukrainians because she happened to be a Ukrainian Jew. But, um, you know, and it's just like when you hear about Nazis in Ukraine today, I'm like, it's so hard to figure out what to believe now because we hear about neo-Nazis in the U.S. too. And a lot of these people in the U.S. who get accused of being neo-Nazis are not neo-Nazis. I'm sure there are is like a, a small fringe group, but just seeing the propaganda here, it's like, I don't know what to believe overseas. Well, what I showed you about Donetsk, uh, this is and Lugansk and, you know, those um, mass killings of Russians that uh, were going there since 2014. Uh, this is uh, how Putin justified uh, the invasion in Ukraine. And this is why a lot of Russians support him uh, and that, you know. Not me personally, I think all he needed to do is to freaking close a gas pipe, you know, because <laughs> Russia supplies 40% of European gas and also a lot of other commodities. So all he needed, my point of view, is to close the guy pipe and everyone would be dancing around him, you know, asking like, so what is his end game? No one knows. At this time, we cannot, you know, decipher it. Uh, there is no legend that we can uh, use to decipher his move. Maybe he's just trying to create some anarchy, you know, and there are some other interesting theories. So what- I was watching um, Neil Cavuto's show on Fox while I was preparing uh, for my show, and this I usually keep the news on mute, but I like to see what they're spinning over there. But anyway, he has this guest on. Mm-hmm. She says, quote, I'm not going to talk about assassination, but that's the only way it ends. So another person just called to assassinate Putin. Which is, which is, which is seriously, are you fucking out of your mind? You know, there is a chance that he's actually a madman who is holding his finger on a you know, red button. Well, in many ways, it seems that way, because like you just said, Putin, if he had an issue with how certain people in Ukraine were being treated, just cut off a gas pipe to Ukraine and say, hey, cooperate with us or you're not getting energy. And instead, he goes and bombs them. Well, that's, you know, that's something that just doesn't make sense for me. However, if you look at some of the moves he made a couple of years ago, well, maybe it will make sense, and maybe pure Ukraine is, you know, just a distraction, and there is some other bigger end game. And I okay, from the day of February twenty fourth, when that all hell broke loose in the media, it, my um, my higher self was screaming distraction. <laughs> like well, yes, this is a real invasion, but it's an invasion to distract against some whatever else is going on. 
Well, what, what else, you know, could be uh, going on is that <laughs> Russia and its new best friend, bestie, China, finally teamed up. And we were like, you know what, we are done with this Western hegemony. You know, we are done with uh, the West. Russia and China are going to create their own NATO, huh? Uh, that's what well, we, we kind of have that. It's called BRIC. It's Brazil, India, China, you know, so if I were Putin and I am that pissed off uh, about United States and NATO, you know, what would I do? Actually, you know, uh, what would you do, Ivory, if you were Putin, if you were Vladimir Putin and you got this country, you know, this country, Russia, in 2000, you are somehow elected, somehow legit, but, you know, elected. <laughs> So you got you got this uh, country. It's a very rich uh, country. A lot of oil and gas and all that you know stuff. Uh, GDP is tiny. Everything is stolen, you know. And the West is making sure that you're never gonna raise your head and doesn't treat you with the respect. Does not uh, respect. Um, the agreements that were made, you know, there are two, um, there are two very famous um, documents. One is a Helsinki Accord, you know, when um, NATO and Soviet Union agreed that Eastern Europe isn't, you know, out of the reach of NATO. And then it was 1990 when NATO gave Iron Club guarantee of non-expansion, but then in 1996, they all of a sudden doubled their size. So, you know, and you're pissed off and you're, you keep talking about it. Like, hey, guys, how about this? You know, how about what we agreed upon? And they're like, ah, come on, leave us alone. You know, sit, sit, just, you know, stay quiet, stay quiet. You know, and you're trying to be friends. You are trying to join NATO. You're trying to join European Union. And everyone's just like, come on, go away. So if you were Putin... What would you do? Like, what would you possibly do? Uh, I would start acting like the leader of a free country if I really wanted to be a part of, uh, if I really wanted these people who love freedom to like me, start having a completely free press, start harshly prosecuting corruption within your own nation. and, And by rooting out corruption in your own nation, you're going to allow a free market to flourish and your GDP is going to expand. Here is, here is something interesting, though. Here is something very, very interesting. Actually, a few days ago, Putin signed that law. Uh, he enacted that law that now will punish all the governmental uh, officials and anyone, you know, officials for the corruption. And they have to provide the explanation for all their resources or money on their bank account. And if they don't, it's all going to be confiscated and they are going to be prosecuted. So he just signed that in action a few days ago. As for having a free press, you know, what is what, what is freedom? You know, Janice Joplin had that song, freedom is just another word. You know, we Russians, we have never had democracy. Because, like, come on. Well, maybe, maybe once in our history in, like, nine... And that's why the West doesn't take them seriously. That's why the West doesn't want them to be a part of NATO. 
free press is the ability to say and write whatever you want without, you know, punishment from the government. No, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not about, uh, free press. Uh, it's not about free press. It's about that in Russia, Russian people never had a democracy. It's not that they had it and then they lost it, but they know what it is. I don't think Russia knows what democracy is. So most of the Russians are, you know, pretty happy with somehow authoritarian regime. And I think for our nation, it would be good to have a authoritarian or semi-authoritarian regime with some grassroots capitalism. Exactly what China is doing. And you know what? Today in the news, I was looking at this updating, updated billionaires list. And you know where is like the biggest amount of self-made, newly made women billionaires? Can you guess? Is it China? Yes. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> And they are exactly that system. I think Putin is just shooting for that, you know, semi-authoritarian regime with grassroots capitalism. And I can you see- know, I would say that Biden's shooting for that too. <laughs> Very sadly, <laughs> they are. He he might, you know, Russian outlook on Biden um, isn't very, you know, uh, positive. In fact, if you look at my email and find that video, I sent. Oh, so I have the video. I did show the video. Friends, you just send it to me. Look. So this is a this is what Russians like to replay when they when they see Biden. They think of America as this this loving, supportive country of the world. No, no, that's not what they see. They they look at this. I just want to know what you suggest because back then, when I was in your position, I was suggesting we bomb Belgrade. I was suggesting that we send American pilots in and blow up all the bridges on the Drina. I was suggesting we take out his oil supplies. I was suggesting very specific action. And isn't it interesting that we... Talking about bombing Serbia, you know, and then we look back at that list of U.S. bombings of foreign nations that you sent me that went viral in Russia. Well, again, this is not an opinion, you know, about... American people. Uh, it is, I would say Russia is just very distrustful of United States government. I mean, Russian people. Uh, in fact, I very, I tried to get some of Ukrainian friends who had to flee from Russia, uh, from Ukraine to Russia, you know, who lived in Donetsk and Lugansk and Crimea to maybe, you know, talk with us and get oh, no one would agree because everyone is afraid when you say that this is an American journalist and you can explain all you want that this is an independent journalist, you know, and you can really say what you think and nothing is going to happen. They're just scared. They think wow. that words are going to be twisted, taken out of the context and, you know, all that stuff. So no one, I, I could not. <laughs> wow. That's why we do it live. So I can't, I can't twist your words. They are what they are, but yeah, maybe it's hard to comprehend over there. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust, you know, if I were them and especially with the propaganda they're fed about the U S you know, to trust an American journalist in telling their story. Yeah, pro- probably not. <laughs> Americans do not even trust American journalists. Okay. Independent. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's, Took me 
sometime and I have been living you know not only in Russia and America I've been living and working in Europe and Middle East and you know everywhere and it seems like it's pretty common problem people everywhere they just want to leave you know they just want to leave and have a good life and I don't have a dinner a glass of wine or whatever is that that they want no one wants war and then we have this government you know that always drag us somewhere for whatever reason right yeah and you you had mentioned the the latest u.s bombing guys if you didn't notice this u.s carries out first airstrike in somalia since august this is a new york times article that was published february 21st that is the day that russia invaded and decided to start bombing ukraine but none of the american tv news was talking about how the u.s just bombed africa See, and this is this is what makes me so angry. Why, why, why such a double standard? Where is the UN screaming about, you know, American bombings? But again, this article talks about how, well, America was bombing a specific Al-Shabaab militant group. And this is what Putin says, too. He said the same thing in Ukraine. Exactly what he says, okay? <laughs> that he's only bombing specific, uh, like, U.S. biolabs and, you know, stuff, so... That's such a good point. I am I am sorry, it all looks like a complete clusterfuck or fucking what I don't know, call it cascade of fuckery from all the sides. So where is that ultimate truth? Only God knows. I personally personally, you know, don't don't know. All we know is there are many people whose houses are destroyed whose, you know, lives are destroyed, who are dead, and it's just fucking very sad. And we we should to stop. And there were hopes that it will stop on March 8th. You know, there was another rumor in Russian media that, oh, it's going to stop March 8th, but it didn't. So what's it, what are, what's the Russian media saying? What does Putin want that'll make him stop wreaking havoc? In- well, he wants he wants uh, a guarantee that NATO would not expand. That is one of his main uh, goals and requirements. And from what I heard, finally the Ukrainian president Zelensky uh, started, you know, to talk about that. Well, maybe Ukraine is going to be neutral, and, you know, that stuff. So maybe we do have some hope. But that's one of his main goals. If you, if if I were Putin, you know what I would do? I would do exactly what he did. In 2018, he dropped all the U.S. bonds, you know, U.S. government bonds. He dropped it all. He bought shit ton of gold. Uh, he started this, you know, propaganda about Nazis and Ukraine. And I'm quite sure that isn't completely without the reason, but uh, he emphasized it and Blow it all up, you know, and prepared um, all the Russian citizens that there is probably going to be conflict. So he created anarchy, created this, you know, crazy anarchy. And U.S. hit Putin and his oligarchs with sanctions. But see what is happening now, right? So this is the second time in history when the West went for uh, people's personal wealth you know and if you know if you remember 
the whole US system is based on this, you know, little scheme when the developing world elites would steal at home and then they will park their wealth and US government bonds, US stock markets and property or whatever, because uh, the English law basically prohibits going for private properties um, this way. And the only exclusion was Gaddafi before. And now they sanctioned Putin and all the oligarchs. So if you look who abstained from condemning uh, Russia in UN, that was Chinese, Arabs, Indian, all those people who have a lot of money parked in US government bonds, and I would say they were probably starting to you know, pull out too, while Putin uh, and China and Saudis are talking about trading in yuan, Chinese currency. So here goes the hegemony of the dollar as a world reserve trade currency. And here is yuan. And uh, I can see the sign of digitalization in Russia. Russia is developing its digital currency. There is a QR code now on all the receipts, and it's all aimed at more transparency, control, you know, fight corruption, whatever reasons might be. So then, if I were Putin, I would somehow push through the Sulvatsky gap. This is a very narrow piece of water. <laughs> you know, it's borderline with... So, you, you know, Russia have this um, area, it's called Kaliningrad. Kaliningrad is like Alaska in the U.S. So U.S. is U.S., then there is a Canada, and there, there is Alaska. So Russia has something like that. There is, you know, Russia, there is uh, Europe, and then there is a Kaliningrad. Oh, okay. <laughs> there is the Sulvatsky gap. And uh, fiber optic uh, cable that apparently connects a lot of satellites and a lot of, I do believe it's a NATO satellites, at least that's what they say, you know, is right there. And this is how NATO can control and see what is going on in Russia. So if I am Putin, apart from creating this whole crazy anarchy and chaos, you know, um, in terms of the invasion and then, you know, this financial crisis, I would somehow get myself, get my ass, into that Sulvaki gap and cut that cable. Mm. That's what I will do. And you know what happened with Belarus? Belarus is kind of sort of not autonomous anymore. So the borders are pushing, you know, there. So that that's what I will do. And if I'm there, I'm basically, I'm sieging the whole European Union. So if I if I were Putin, that's that that's what I would do. So we will see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Putin doesn't seem to be too clever about uh, about what he's doing, which you know it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Which is why you know some some conspiracy theorists wonder are all sides collabing to distract from from whatever's really going on by, you know, let's just unleash terror in Ukraine and divert all media attention there so that nobody pays attention to whatever else is really going on. That's what uh, some of the Russians, like myself, happen to believe. And it's just so sad that Ukrainian people are paying for this. And those people in 
Donetsk and Lugansk, those Russian people that were killed, you know, during these years. I I don't know. It still seems to me so weird. Why wait for eight years? Why now? You know, so eight years they were like looking how those people were dying. Allegedly killed by a Nazis and now eight years. Well, why wait for eight years? Because he had to wait for a weak point from the world leader, which is the US, and that weak point is now in the hands of Biden. That's very true, which actually tells me that Putin isn't, you know, a crazy man with a red button. He might be a good strategist. The future will And that's basically why Trump called him a genius, not because he agreed with Putin, but but because he's like, well, yeah, Putin saw a prime moment and and Trump went on to say this never would have happened under me. Uh, but yeah, Putin Putin regime just today was uh According to Fox News, Fox News says the Kremlin says it will view Biden's insults of Putin as, quote, being driven by forgetfulness and fatigue. <laughs> well, we, know, we don't take Biden serious. And we know why. I mean, well, I was reading one of his speeches and he called Ukrainians Iranians. You know, I was reading the transcript. And he was talking about Ukraine and then like Iranians. I'm like, what? <laughs> Classic. Yeah, that's that's how it is. <laughs> Every time. That's how it is. So sometimes, you know, um me and my Russian friends, we play this game. Whose president is more evil? <laughs> you know, and Biden is mine now because I live in the United States, right? And Putin is theirs because they you know live. Oh wow. Yeah, and we find it you know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of Americans are turning on their own president, too. Uh, I think I think most Americans never wanted Biden. So, well, he got elected, apparently he 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 got elected and, you know, allegedly, (laughs) allegedly, Biden was same like Putin. They are all elected allegedly. <laughs> okay, well, we we've flown past an hour already. I, I I see one super chat. I my system doesn't show all the super chats. Maybe this is the only one. Thank you for the super chat, Sean Smith. Is this the Sean Smith that I am friends with? Oh. I don't know, but thank you. Wait about the this this one. I can quickly answer. You know, um, my family owns a bakery. Oh, the question of what's, what do we think about the coming food crisis? Oh, yeah. The coming food crisis isn't going to be a joke. First of all, what is going on? Uh, 40% of world wheat is coming from Russia and Ukraine. Now, 10% of the world calories uh, comes from wheat-based products. And most of them are those very, you know, undeveloped poor countries like Africa, let's say. So the shortage of wheat could seriously trigger famine. And we, uh, you know, my family, we have a bakery. (laughs) So the wheat is going up to the limit, you know, every day. And wheat is somehow a regulated commodity. So it can only go up 75 cents every day. And every day it's at the limit, at the limit, at the limit. Oh, wow. Let's say the normal historic price uh, for a bushel of wheat is 16 to $17, and now it's like, what, 32 or $33. So 
So the consumer prices here for a bread, you know, for your hamburger buns, for everything, expect plus 30 to 40 percent pretty soon. It, it's going to be bad. It's going yeah, to be bad. I, I'm hearing that from a lot of people. My financial advisor told me that last week. He's like, the situation with wheat right now is really bad. Like we're America is gearing up for a bad food situation. Uh, it is, uh, it is, yeah. And we are, you know, a good example. And we were able, so we were able to buy, I don't know, six million tons of wheat um, for like thirty-three dollars versus our normal price, which was about sixteen or seventeen. And that is only going to provide our needs for like half a year. And what's next? No one knows. Wow. So, it is, it is going to be pretty bad. So that leads me to prepare with ivory, guys. <laughs> I have to do a plug now for my emergency food supply. Prepare with I, always, I always link my emergency food supply down below in my description of every video. So go order my emergency food supply, 50 to $150 off, depending on what you order there. Good stuff, okay. guys. Okay, thanks. Thanks so much. Cheers. Thanks for your Russian insight. I appreciate it. Oh, oh, there's one more. Someone squeezed in a last minute super chat. Okay. Quote, I'm seeing a report that the Trudeau government in Canada has depleted its stocks of weapons in its rush to assist Ukraine. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he was Ukrainian president. Uh, Trudeau was one of the first people he got with. He was like, Trudeau is, has our back. So I believe it. I believe it. So there you go, truckers. They, they, uh, Canada got rid of its weapons. So you're good to go protest again. They can't, they can't take you down now. Uh, thank you so much, Reggie, for, for the super chat. I appreciate that. Okay. And that does it. We're, we're over the time. I really appreciate it. Yelena. And let's get together soon and hike a mountain. Please. Okay. All right. I'll see you later. Bye. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's 
wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 